Welcome to Abide's Sleep Meditations. I'm Tyler Boss. Today's meditation is brought to you by our partners at Life Audio. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Head over to lifeaudio.com now. Remember, you can have full access to all our sleep stories commercial-free. Just text ABIDE to 22433 for 25% off the app. Now, relax your mind and body as we hear tonight's sleep story. Hello, and welcome to the sleep story from Abide. I'm Chloe. Thanks for joining me tonight for this bedtime story called Turn Worry into Worship. Tonight, we'll be looking at the story of Mary and Martha, found in Luke chapter 10, verses 41 to 42. We'll be seeing through their examples how we are called to turn away from worrying and turn toward worshipping the Lord instead. We are living in a world which is saturated with worry and anxiety. Some people live in a state of low-grade fear as a norm. And more and more people are experiencing increased anxiety every day. This is not the will of God for us. He wants his children to live a full life with continual peace as our norm. One of the names for Jesus is Prince of Peace. He came to bring the peace from his kingdom down to this world. He means us to have life and that life in abundance. The fruit that we shall soon see in the lives of Mary and Martha will show us that Jesus wants us to cease worrying and worship him instead. To worship him and see our worries dissolve. He invites us to go low as Mary did, to listen intently to his every word And as he comes into his proper place in our lives, the worries and cares will drift away. In his incredible Sermon on the Mount, Jesus speaks directly to the topic of worry. He tells us in Matthew 6, verse 33, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Precious one, let's seek Jesus first tonight and experience the peace that we long for in our hearts. Before we visit the home of Mary and Martha and Bethany and take our seat at the feet of Jesus, let's prepare for sleep. (sighs) The day is coming to a close. What has been done has been done. 
what has not been done has not been done let it be I invite you to turn off all the lights let your eyes grow heavy surrender to sleep as it comes to wrap you up just as you are wrapped up in your blankets get cozy under the covers adjust your pillow to best support your head completely relax let your whole body weight sink into your mattress breathe gently and deeply expel all the stagnant air of the day let all feelings of stress from the day's events pass over you and go to Jesus you are not giving them over to thin air you are giving them to your maker the one who cares about the most intricate details of your life he is the one who knows you better than you will ever know yourself he counts every hair on your head he collects your tears in a bottle he feeds the sparrows so how much more valuable are you release your cares to him now as you let go of every bit of tension in your body you don't have to be in control now you are held in the loving arms of your creator give him control and feel the anxieties fade from your body from your head and face from your neck and shoulders from your hands and feet keep breathing as you keep releasing every area of collected strain inhale with Lord I give you control and exhale with Lord I receive your peace and again inhale with Lord I give you control and exhale with Lord I receive your peace let's begin our story in prayer oh, dear Lord Jesus I bring this precious child to you they may have come to this story tonight burdened with worries and cares thank you that they have come to you you tell us in the book of Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 to 30 come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light Lord would you take the weight off your child's weary shoulders tonight 
May they truly find rest in you. May they experience you tonight as gentle and humble in heart. I pray that this story would cause them to find deep rest for their weary souls. In your matchless name we pray. Amen. There's a potential that you have come here tonight, burdened by the worries of the world, seeking peace. Well, I'm here to encourage you that the Lord is here to bring you peace. He's the Prince of Peace, and His Holy Spirit will grow within you the fruit of peace. And it's not just an intellectual peace. It is a felt peace, a tangible peace, an experiential peace. A peace that you cannot feel is not the peace that our Saviour promises us. He paid such a high price for it. Jesus would not promise us the idea of peace or just peace that will come in eternity or even a peace that we will experience when situations around us mellow out. No, God's peace is powerful. It can be experienced in the darkest times. Let's pause here to praise God for his true peace. Beloved Father God, You sent your Son to deliver us from worry and anxiety, not only in the next life, but also in this life. We praise you that you care about our souls so much that you want us to experience serenity and a calm mind. We glorify you. You are beyond good. We honour you tonight. We turn our hearts to worship you as you turn our worry into peace. Thank you, Lord. Now, come along with me and let's go and visit the room in Bethany at the home of Mary, Martha and Lazarus. Listen as I read the story from Luke chapter 10 verses 41 and 42 from the International Standard Version. Now as they were traveling along, Jesus went into a village. A woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat down at the Lord's feet and kept listening to what he was saying. But Martha was worrying about all the things she had to do. So she came to him and asked, Lord, you do care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself, don't you? Then tell her to help me. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you worry and fuss about a lot of things. But... 
there's only one thing you need. Mary has chosen what is better, and it is not to be taken away from her. Now, imagine that you are one of Jesus' disciples, traveling to Bethany to have dinner with Jesus' friends and hear him teach. The day is hot. The road is dusty. The sun has been shining down on you and the other disciples as you have made your way from Jerusalem to Martha's house. You are certainly ready for food and water. As you enter the village, Jesus leads you and your companions to a small stone house. A woman opens the door and Jesus smiles warmly and embraces her. But she looks anxious. Her hair is messy. Her forehead is wrinkled with lines of worry. She's probably very glad to see Jesus, but it's not completely obvious by her appearance. You wonder if your visit might be more of an imposition than a pleasant surprise. This woman, called Martha, ushers you all in. She counts the number of disciples as you pass through. This seems to cause her even more concern. Jesus turns and gives you a wry smile, and you see the twinkle in his eye. He's always got something planned, and he's never even remotely concerned. You hear Martha go into the kitchen and mutter to herself that she may not have enough bread to feed everyone. Jesus greets his friend Lazarus with a warm embrace. He asks with deep love and interest where Mary is. He has been so longing to see her again. Lazarus turns to the stairs and calls for his sister Mary. She immediately hears and comes racing down the stairs. She doesn't answer her brother, but she simply runs to Jesus and squeezes him tightly. You and the others watch this, but Jesus doesn't look at all uncomfortable. He is grinning from ear to ear, and he holds her tightly too. He kisses her forehead. Presently, you are all sitting on the floor in the open area of the house. Jesus is holding you all captive with his incredible wisdom and knowledge. But more than that, the love in his voice and eyes is impossible to look away from. Mary sits at his feet. Well, she practically clings to his feet. Her gaze is fixed on him. She barely blinks because she's so captivated by him. She is not distracted or worried. She smiles with a joy that appears to brim out of her eyes. She is low at the Lord's feet. She is looking intently at his face as he teaches unearthly wisdom 
and tells parables with his customary passion and love. Even though someone observing Mary might think she's being lazy for not helping prepare a meal, like her sister does, you watch her with increasing awe. You understand that she is putting all other matters, even important matters and urgent demands, second to Jesus. If that isn't worship, then you don't know what is. You keep observing her because her restful seat at Jesus' feet is teaching you about simple adoration. Even Mary's face looks radiant. Her eyes are sparkling as she listens to him and watches his kind face. You want to have such deep affection in your heart too. Perhaps you've known Jesus as teacher and rabbi and master, but she is looking at Jesus as her all in all, her Lord and King. You look at Jesus again with a new perspective. You see that Jesus' eyes are beaming with affection for his beloved friends. You are not just his student or follower. He loves you as his friend. Only the other day, he told you and the other disciples, I don't call you servants any longer. Servants don't know what the master is doing. But I have told you everything the father has said to me. I call you my friends. You are thinking about his love for you and watching Mary adoring him in total simplicity of heart. You notice that Martha still hasn't come out of the kitchen, even though it's been an hour or so since you arrived. You can hear her preparing a meal. She emerges from the kitchen and interrupts this precious moment, saying, Lord, you do care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself, don't you? Then tell her to come help me. Jesus looks with such love and tenderness at her and replies, Martha, Martha, you worry and fuss about a lot of things. But there's only one thing you need. Mary has chosen what is better, and it is not to be taken away from her. Join me as we turn our eyes to the Lord and praise him in this moment. Lord Jesus, we want you to have our attention. We do not want to worry or stress about anything. Let us instead worship you. You are worthy of all our time and energy and care. You call us to sit at your feet so that we may honor and praise you. Lord, turn our worry into worship. We come and turn our anxiety 
into adoration. Lord, we love you. Help us adore you like Mary did. Help us choose the better part. The one thing necessary. In your precious name we pray. Amen. We know from scripture that Mary is remembered for all time for lavishing Jesus with an extravagant display of affection when she broke an alabaster jar of expensive perfume over his feet. She esteemed Jesus worthy above all others to have her costly love. This is pointed out by Jesus to be the opposite of a life of worrying and fretting. These two sisters' lives display that in order to experience peace of mind, we must draw ourselves away from busyness, come and rest at his feet, turn our eyes to him, and simply adore him. Psalm 95 verse 6 exhorts us, Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. As we bow down in worship, and give him our attention and affection, we find our cares dissolve. We discover that our deepest needs are met in him. When we chase after lesser things, we ultimately find them empty of meaning. Like Martha, we might make a meal that Jesus never ordered and we will most likely find it leads to worry and anxiety and burnout. Jesus invites us every day to come to him, to bring even our heavy burdens and lay them at his feet and offer up our lives again as a sweet fragrance to him. He will give us rest for our souls. He will take the worries off our shoulders and give us his lightness in its place. Psalm 68 verse 19 in the New English translation tells us, The Lord deserves praise. Day after day he carries our burden the Lord God who delivers us. Our God is a God who delivers. The Lord, the Sovereign Lord, can rescue from death. We thank you, Lord. You do deserve our praise. Day after day you carry our burdens. Not just once, but every day. Not just one burden, but every burden that is weighing us down. 
Thank you, Lord, that whatever burden you lay on our shoulders is easy and light. You are a God who rescues us. Not only do you deliver us from eternal death, but you deliver us from our fears in this life. You are worthy of all our adoration. Listen as I read Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 to 30 in the New International Version. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I'll read it again from the Amplified Bible. Let all heaviness fall away as you hear the words of our Saviour. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with my salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. Easy and light, light and easy, nothing heavy or ill-fitting. Whatever he requires is pleasant, and perfectly made for you. There is joy in the carrying of it. I invite you to become aware of the presence of Jesus with you now. His Holy Spirit is with you as you fall asleep. He is in the room with you. He is not far. He is not distant from you. He is ever-present, ever-near. Psalm 46 verse 1 reads, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. Precious listener, whatever troubles there are in your life right now, God is ready to rescue you. He is poised to deliver you. Listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor his ear too deaf to hear you call. Loving Father God, we lift our hearts to you again tonight. We see ourselves resting, nestling at your feet. We pour our love on you. Help us not to run to other things, 
help us not to grasp control of our lives and wind up demoralized we give control to you as trusting children we want to lean on you and let you take over we praise you that Jesus your one and only son came to give us newness of life and to take all of our anxieties upon himself yes those cares are not ours anymore we give them to you we ask you to daily carry our burdens Lord so that we may be free to simply enjoy you that does seem too good to be true but that is the way your kingdom works we praise you for that in your son's glorious name we pray amen Jesus wants us to be like little children little children like toddlers do not walk around weighed down by the cares of this world they don't worry about what other people think about them they don't feel angst over the mistakes of the past they don't overthink their next actions they don't work themselves into burnout to please people they are totally carefree free to relish living an abundant life this is only possible because they know they are not in control they can't provide food or shelter for themselves they can't pay the bills they are totally dependent on their parents this is the level of trust that our Heavenly Father wants us to have Jesus is inviting you to release everything heavy and ill-fitting let him replace it with lightness feel your worry turn to worship your anxiety turn to adoration your concerns turn to calmness this all happens when we turn to Jesus one definition of worship is simply to turn all your attention and affection toward God it isn't an outward display it doesn't require any singing it is a posture of our hearts because as we know man looks on the outward appearance but God looks on the heart as Psalm 103 expresses praise the Lord my soul all my inmost being praise his holy name God always looks at our hearts he sees when our hearts genuinely love him not like Martha who was working to earn his love and getting upset and stressed we cannot earn his love he loves us totally and completely that knowledge will inspire 
desire, worship and affection to bubble up in our hearts. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. So meditate on his love and goodness, and worship will be the natural result. There's no straining or striving. Simply think on his love, on the ultimate expression of God's love, the cross. As you meditate on the cross and this ultimate expression of radical love from Father, Son and Holy Spirit for you, allow your worship to arise. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. And let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, loving Lord God, we adore you. We glorify you. There is none like you in all the heavens or on the earth. Thank you for carrying this beloved listener's burdens tonight so that they may sleep in complete peace and wake up tomorrow light and free. Enable them to live their life in abundance without carrying the burdens of this life. I pray that when cares and concerns come along, they will look to you and be radiant. May they simply surrender again and worship you and watch their worries disappear. My hope is that tonight you have not only heard how worry can turn to worship, but also that you have actually experienced the tangible peace that God promises all his holy ones. May you remain in that experiential peace all through the night and as you rise in the morning light. <laughs>